Welcome to Snatch Season 3. This season, Umar and I will be diving into the third season of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Umar, can you believe it's Season 3 already? I mean, 3 is the magic number, and I'm feeling magical. I love it. Let's fire away. Let's do this. Let's do it. Let's go for it. Let's race. On this week's episode, the Queen's played Snatch Game. The Snatch Game! Snatchy Snatch Snatch. Overall, what do you think of the episode, Umar? What do you think of it? I don't know, Pei, but I think it was a bit of a rise and fall. I think we had some standouts. I think we had a lot of tension and drama. We'll go through the emotions, yeah. but I don't know. I think it was good, but... Ugh. Yeah, well, I absolutely love this episode, but let's go into that drama you speak of, okay, shall we? Let's go into it. So it started off really dramatic this episode, didn't it? When River said, does anyone feel like charity shouldn't have gone home? I mean, Scarlett's reaction. <laughs> oh my God, that was, that was, that was something. I don't know what has happened, but it's like Scarlet's... Let's be honest, everyone has human emotions. We do. We all are human, but there's something that's just, like, triggered Scarlet, where her anger or her frustration is, like, spiralling out of control. But the thing is, I think this is a, not being like this to taste your own medicine, but earlier on in the episodes... Scarlett, when they all were around the table, she would always ask the probing questions like, oh, River, you haven't spoken that much. Or River, how do you feel about not having a badge? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I think they're just naturally asking the same questions back. And I think because she's seen her feelings, it hits a bit harder. Yeah. To be honest, my feelings would have been hurt. But you got to go over it. You know what you're coming into with the show. You know what you're coming into. So yeah. they're not attacking you. They don't want to be your friend. They don't want to kill you. Do you know what I mean? They don't want to slice you open. They're just saying, look, maybe you should have gone home. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just the nature of the show. And it, it is hard. It's hard hearing criticism. You'd cry. I wouldn't cry. Yes, I, you would. I wouldn't. I, I, <laughs> I would cry. I wouldn't cry. I think I'd be riled up like Scarlett. Right. Where I'd be really in my feelings mm. and then I'll let it explode. <laughs> mm. Or I would take your advice on board because you taught me well to just mm. act unfazed. Yeah. Because you said something along the lines of, like, you would just sip your drink and be like... Yeah, you just got... The best thing in this situation is just sip your cocktail and just be like, I'm absolutely fine. Yeah. I'd, it's a competition. I came <laughs> to expect it, love. Because then that, you're most likely to become a meme. Do you remember when Willem against Fifi, she was like, your tone seems very pointed right pointed, now? Pointed, yeah. That was iconic. She didn't yeah. fight back. She was just like, look. Well. I think so, too. I think you can go either way. But, again, all human emotions are valid. And it's a show, so yeah. bring on the drama. However, what did you think about the reading challenge then? It was good. I have a couple favourites. I do. Hit me with them. Charitza May. It was along the lines of, Kitty's got claws, but Kitty's got no badges. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, you'll get one at DragCon. That was brilliant. That was love artistry. I think the reading challenge was okay, but I just think all I remember is Scarlett being on a 10. Yeah. Do you think that was her moment to get out all her anger? Or like, or was it just her reading? Like, what? No. No? But then also it, it is difficult because I think it's like Jan in All Star 6 where it's just the way it lands. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It comes across aggressive. Yeah. But like, for example, I think you might have said this, Bianca Del Rio, she just delivers it in a way that's like, we're all having fun with it. You don't have to be mean spirited. Yeah. It's tone, yeah. it's tone. But also when Crystal said in confessions, like, oh, she said something like, oh, she seems like she's over it. Yeah. Um, you could tell, 
I don't know. It's just a really difficult thing. And it's just like, we've got to be nuanced and sensitive to everything. Yeah. But I'm going to say to you, I don't know, you love the episode, but I, I know we love the drama, but I just think it comes across really hard to watch sometimes. Oh, it's just drag queens having fun. Do you know what I mean? They don't take it personally. We shouldn't take it personally. Okay, um, like, chill out. <laughs> it's a reading challenge. They know what they're getting into. Lord, I'm too sensitive. Calm down. Subjects. Calm down. I have to give a shout out as well to Rivers one, which was like Scarlet. Sorry, don't want to say anything unless you up and drop me. <laughs> I that was good. That was good. Did I do Rivers accent? You did actually. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, yeah. you did. I think. Yeah. To be fair, I think was it Charitza who won? Yeah, it was yeah. Charitza, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think well deserves. Yeah. Can we just talk about how lots of the contestants came with characters and RuPaul was like, no, no, do something else. <laughs> what was yeah, that about? I think that was, yeah. It was basically like, oh, I don't know this person. So can you do someone I do know, actually? Yeah. And also, like we know, when RuPaul does say something in the workroom, you just have to do it. You have to do it, yeah. <laughs> but then again, Gigi Good um, was told not to do Maria the Robot and then she won. So sometimes you don't always have to do it. But... Yeah. You don't have to do it, but I think when you're walking into Snatch Game already knowing that RuPaul's just not aware of it, your battle is twice as hard. Yeah. But then also, if you do pick a fan favourite, like, because we know RuPaul loves Judge Judy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and whatever, and Cher, you have to really impress him. So it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. Let's go through each queen. I'm going to start with Ella Day. okay? I will say right now, I don't know much about no... Nigella Lawson. How dare you? Uh, you know me, I don't like that whole cooking thing. How I don't, dare you? I don't watch Jamie. Shit. I don't, you know, him, uh, Oliver. Oh, I don't cool. watch him. I don't watch Nigella. I don't, wa- I don't watch Bake Off. The only one I ever used to watch was Ready, Steady, Cook. Please bring it back. That's all I used to and watch. And then you brought it back, babe. Did, okay. Yeah. Right. Oh. No, uh, no, I'm going to stand up for Nigella. She's no, I'm not saying, I, I'm not saying she's not famous. I'm not saying I don't like her. I'm just okay, saying, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that, Nigella was brought to the Snatch Game because it was brilliant. Yeah. We move. Like, come on. Like, it was one of those situations where I didn't know much about Little Edie, for example, when Jinx mm-hmm. did it. But now I love, yeah. I loved it. I, I enjoyed it. And I yeah. really loved this. This was, in my opinion, one of the best Snatch Game impersonations ever. I think so too. And also, I think there's something magical and lucky about that spot because Bimini was sitting in that chair as well with Katie Price. She was. And Vivian was sitting above, but on that same. Okay, that's a reach. <laughs> that's a reach. Um, but I think Nigella was done so good because I think Alan Carr's thoughts of like, yeah, Nigella is known for having a sexual, raspy, alliterative mm. voice, but there's a way to do it that doesn't involve just becoming yeah. filth. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. Nigella's not filth, there's class to it. Mm. And there's just a cheeky British innuendo kind of thing with it. And I think Ella Day did it. Yeah, I mean, my favorite part of the whole thing was not the Mikuruave, which I think was amazing. <laughs> there was one bit where RuPaul looked towards Nadine Coyle and Judy Love and was like, oh, was that the right answer? And Nigella went, oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 but the thing is, I think Nadine actually got a bit offended because when Ella and Nigella was like, oh, what do you do? I don't know, or whatever. Nadine was mm. like, nah, oh. She, nah, she's all right with it. Come on, she knows it's a character. No, I think Nadine was in their feelings a little bit, a little bit. But also, I don't, I don't think Nadine and Judy Love added much to the panel, but we no, moved. I thought they were fine. Uh, let's go on to Crystal Versace, because I know you've got a lot of thoughts on this, and I've got a lot of thoughts on this. Personally, 
Asselina Mazinski, the iconic Charity Shop Sue. I thought her accent was perfect. I'm a big Charity Shop Sue fan. She made me laugh. So I don't really understand all the negative critiques, really. Yeah, I agree. I don't have much to say because I'm not... I know Charity Shop Sue on the memes and the Instagram, but I've never watched it fully. So I'll take your word for it. So if you were impressed, then I believe in that. Yeah. Also, Kitty Scott Claus. I loved everything she did with Gemma Collins. I did. I think if Ella Day wasn't there, she would have won. But for me, for some reason, the tone of voice just wasn't right. Ooh. Like, she was very deep. Like, when she did the Darren thing, it should have been more like, you know, um, I'm claustrophobic, Darren! Whereas she was more like, I'm claustrophobic, Darren! Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there was a flatness. Yeah. But also, I do think, I know we've had opinions on this, I think Gemma Collins, as a meme quote, whatever, her memes and quotes have just been done to death a bit. Like, it did feel like she Googled YouTube, Gemma Collins, iconic moments, and Mm. then just read them off list by list, which is fine. Mm. That's what you're meant to do. I just think it would have been fun to have, like, Gemma Collins' persona, but then elevate in a random way the thing is though these snatch games are edited down so much so she could have like expanded on just saying the iconic quotes like because all we saw was her saying the iconic quotes and adding a little bit onto it but we need a little spin on those quotes at times it's like what bimini did so you know that whole quote oh i was held at gunpoint in the airport and my that is what katie price said but then bimini reworded it being like my tits have been held at gunpoint do you mean yeah camp it up but i think she did a good job yeah. What I will say is, one of my favourite ever... What sa- you will say What is. I will say is, one of my favourite ever moments in any Drag Race season, episode, scene ever, is when Macaulay Culkin did something, I can't remember what he did, and everyone was laughing, and um, Kitty asked Gemma, just like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was so, like, such a moment where everyone was laughing, and it was just Gemma like, I don't get it, don't get it. Loved I think, it. yeah. No, I do like when they interact, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about Macaulay I didn't get it. I didn't get it. <laughs> I just think that was just, I just think it was really out the box. And I do think because RuPaul set it up for Scarlett to do it, RuPaul found it more funnier than I think it actually was. Because if RuPaul didn't find it funny, mm-hmm. RuPaul would be to blame. The thing is, why is it okay for Macaulay Culkin to scream into the camera every five seconds, but it's not okay for Jaden Dior Fierce? As Raven Simone to have a vision. Well, why is that not okay? But then this is. Oh, babe, like, we've crossed that bridge so many times. There is no fucking criteria. But Raven (laughs) has visions. How often does fucking Macaulay Culkin, Kevin, or whatever his fucking name is, scream in the film anyway? Exactly. And then, I don't know. I just think it was a bit of a hot mess, to be honest. Yeah. It was funny at times, but yeah. I mean, she looks spot on, but yeah, I didn't really understand. River Medway as Amy Childs could have been a bit more she could have gone more full throttle I thought I think she could Um, her answers I think became a little bit more safe and subdued but again I just think as a whole Snatch Game is a beast like beast it's a beast and you need quick wit or you need like things can spiral out of control very quickly if you're nervous, if you stumble, if someone gives you an improvised moment that you're not really Mm. rehearsed for. So bless River. I think she had the accent and she had the character. But Amy Charles... She should have been a bit louder with it as well because Amy Charles can be a bit like... 
Vegetto. Or she should have, like, come back at Kitty with... Yeah. Like, oh, you can't come to my salon now, babe. Like, oh, I'll talk about hair being frazzled. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, really yeah, yeah. camp it up. Oh, yeah. God, put me on that panel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's do it again. Me, Gemma, and you. No, I'd be like, babe, get out of my salon. Your hair's frazzled. And those shoes, they're old made. No, that's Tiffany Pollard. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyway, but anyway, what do you think about Charitza? I thought she was funny. I don't think she was far from the worst at all. I, think, I don't. I think she was just safe. Right? Safe, yeah. Um, I do think Vanity struggled as Jocelyn G. Essien. But do you know what I was thinking, right? A lot of the time, RuPaul's asking her something, she'd reply. And then she could have had more opportunities to say the explanation behind her answer. But then Judy Love stepped in to describe it. It was kind of like, oh, give Vanity a chance. This is her such game. Yeah, I think I agree. Judy need to know her role. I think Vanity as a whole, we've learned Vanity is just a little bit more of a quieter soul. She's not the loudest in the room. And in moments like this, where you just have to like bring it balls to the wall and go crazy. I don't think Vanny has the confidence there yet. And yeah. when you're not familiar with a character, I think not being shady, I think Vanity did the weakest for me. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I think it was her and River for me, definitely. I think her and River were the flat. Yeah. I think Teresa gave a little bit of yeah. pizzazz. Yeah. That's enough Snatch-related content for now. Bear with us while we take a short intermission for our ad break. Okay, Umar, let's get serious for a second. Here in the UK, our trans siblings and marginalised communities are facing severe attacks in the right-wing press. I know, I'm just sick of seeing this. The lies, the hate, the spill, it all just has to stop. Exactly. Media Watch is a new six-part Gay Times original podcast series that dissects, analyzes, and critiques the way LGBTQ plus issues are reported on in the mainstream media. And calls out that bullshit. So if you're scared to dabble in politics, don't worry. This podcast will teach you a thing or two. Speak it, Umar. Speak it. Each episode, host Shah Miyasani is joined by a special guest to look at the ways the press use misinformation to discriminate against LGBTQ plus people. If you want to explore the truth behind the headlines, Subscribe and listen to Media Watch now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You better click on that link. <laughs> and we are back! Umar, let's talk about Lulu. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> I try and up it every single time. Did you like it? Not really, babe. <laughs> no, carry wow. on. We love some energy. Go wow. on. Wow. <laughs> wow. Let's talk about Lulu. Oh, Lulu. My. I think... Lulu was one of the best panellists ever. She was talking about bloody blowjobs on the main stage. I mean, Lulu hasn't had a check in a while, it looks like. So she was like, <laughs> my first TV appearance. Let me just make an impression to the gays and the queers. Um, wow. I think she was a bundle of joy. And I think she just enjoyed the show, I think. She was having the time of her goddamn yeah. life. Right, she really appreciated what they were doing on that main stage. She was loving it. Yeah. She really inserted herself into every situation. And I like that energy. I like when the judges, they look like they're at a drag show. Yeah, I was waiting for her to do even a finger wag at one point. I was like, come on, Lulu, yeah. wag that motherfucking finger. Oh, like, yeah, sister. <laughs> uh, so let's go on to the runway theme. So this week was feeling fruity. Very, fruity. a lot of potential here, right? I mean, you could even recreate one of Katy Perry's million bloody outfits, right? A lot of potential. Tell me, Umar. Not a lot of... I don't know, babe. I don't know, babe. No, we can't be as negative no, as no, we I'm were. Not, like, I'm, not, I'm not being negative. Not Nancy being ne can't I'm make not, an appearance. I'm not... 
what did you call me? A negative uh, name. Ah. No, I think on the whole, really fun theme. I was really impressed. See, with Crystal Versace, right? Mm-hmm. When she came out as a dragon fruit with a dragon fruit and that looked like dragon I, fruit. Dragon fruit. <laughs> I was gagged. But then I was like, oh, damn it. It is a bodysuit with the same geometric cut and a high ponytail. Yeah. And then. Thing is, she did look absolutely sensational. But then when they did the side by side of the look she created, mm. I was like, oh, oh, oh. Seen it before deja vu. Oh. On the whole, I don't think anyone really wowed me on this runway. I think Vanity, it just looked a bit flat for me. I, the thing is, I'm not going to go in and drill all of them, but I just think it wasn't vava vim for me. Oh, in my opinion, Teresa stunned oh, on that. Oh, yeah, runway. she did that. She. Understood the assignment. We say this every week now, don't we? She understood the assignment. She fulfilled the goddamn assignment. Um, It was just camp and colourful and vibrant and ridiculous. And everything you come to expect from Treats of May. And it fit the theme so well. I think I would have been a bit more daring with it. Like, I think... What would you have done? I think the theme, Feeling Fruity... Obviously, we know fruity is gay lingo for like, oh, she's a bit fruity. I think I would have come (laughs) out... I think I would have come out as like the Vegas... Slot machines like the cherries. I don't okay. know how I would execute that, but I think I just I would have just gone a bit bigger. Because even Kitty Scott Klaus looked gorgeous in the Red Riding Hood, but that didn't give me fruit. Right. Even Ella of a Day, the watermelon, it had potential, but it just didn't give me. Do you know what I just realised? I would do what just okay. the big fat banana. Well, I literally just thought about it now. I would cosplay. As Gwen Stefani in the Hollaback Girl video in her cheerleading uniform, and I just come up with loads of motherfucking bananas. Okay. Oh my god! Right, I'm sorry. I actually come up with some pretty good themes these these weeks. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know what I would have done, but I just think. And also, can we talk about Scarlett Harlot's big lettuce <laughs> moment? Like that just wasn't. Do you know what I mean? I'm like really like she looked. Like a cross between a lettuce and Ginny Lemon's exit. Look. And the way she was like stomping down that runway, like someone had someone had done her wrong. Someone it was done her wrong. Someone had done her wrong. I just didn't like it. On the whole, I think Crystal was probably the standout for me, but then also she's held at a higher standard now. So Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. Treats looks gorgeous well. <laughs> like she does something wrong. Someone did her wrong. <laughs> like someone did her wrong. Well, someone did do her wrong in last week's episode. Yeah, every like, goddamn girl, week. Are you going to be angry for like the, the final moment now? <laughs> Wait, what? What is that saying when you are a wet lettuce? Like, what? What is that? What does that mean? Because someone says that's... it's just a bit. You're like, mm, like you're just a bit damp, aren't you? Yeah. See this. Oh, you're you're wet lettuce. It's like you're yeah. just bland. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ella the day, Kate Scott Klaus, and Scarlett were in the top. Mm-hmm. Thoughts. Yeah, I think Ella and Kitty, it was between them two. But like we said, Ella really took it home. Yeah. And then River, Crystal and Vanity were in the bottom. Thoughts on that one? I think a little bit harsh with Scarlet, not not Scarlet (laughs) Crystal. But I do kind of like the fact that they did call it out a little bit. Because, you know, like we said, with Charity Case last week, they always get the alternative queen to switch up and do something absolutely extreme. So it's nice that they told Crystal to, like, change it up a little bit. But then they praised her to 
to hell. I know. They gave her an accolade and everything. Like, oh, you were born to be a drag queen. You and, were born. And at that moment, RuPaul just crowned her. Right? Yeah. She's winning the goddamn She's season. She's winning. <laughs> I think, personally, it should have been River and Vanity. Agreed. And I don't think Charitza belonged in that. She had no business being there. She had no business being in that bottom Yeah. Girl. Also, I just loved in Untucked when Charitza was feeling her goddamn oats and she was like, do you know what? I look amazing tonight. Scream. I love, I love, I love that. I love, because I think if you can't be excessively confident in drag, then when can you? Yeah, and you know what? Damn right. She was the best one up on that bloody ramp, in my opinion. And then also, I think that's the difference, right? Like, everyone handles frustration and being, not, not failing, but like just, critique whatever mm-hmm. in different ways and I think treats are, there's always an element of like mm-hmm. campness yeah. about the anger where Scarlet just goes into demolition mode <laughs> yeah yeah now on to the most controversial part of the episode and there's been a bit of uproar on social media and yeah do you know what I get it so Charitza versus River to shout by Lulu and for the third time in Drag Race history ever ever it was a double sachet. <gasps> deserved or not deserved? Not, Umar, tell me. Spill the tea. Not deserved. No, agreed. I, I don't think it was deserved. I think there was a clear winner, and I think that was River. Yeah, I mean, even though I don't think Treats should have been there, River was doing cartwheels left, right, and centre, and Treats, bless her hair, just got a little bit frazzled. Frazzled! It was definitely a messy lipstick. I think Charitza's fruit bowl into a wig. I think River taking off the bowl. It just looked messy. <laughs> However, we've seen messier. Van E versus Veronica, where they're both ripping their gowns and rolling around. But that was a great lip sync. It was a great lip sync. But I think it's fine for things to be a bit hodgepodge and a bit rough around the edges. Mm. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't want to blame it on the edit or blame it on... Blame pro- it on the edit. I don't want to blame it on production or rigamorous, rigamorous, but something feels fishy. Yeah. When you have Lulu freaking loving her life at her own song and mm-hmm. praising these two queens, even Graeme Norton was bobbing along and looking happy. I don't understand where RuPaul and Michelle's disdain came from. It felt like they were just trying to give us some shock factor because, to be honest, when you look at past double sachets, such as, oops, I did it again in season five and I will survive in season eight, this was nowhere near on that level, okay? I mean, no shade to those queens. Love them all, but they all did deserve to be chopped after those lip syncs. But I don't think two deserve to be chopped this week. Um, River should have stayed. Treats shouldn't have been in the bottom. That's I will say on the matter. I agree, honey. Vanity should have been there. River should have stayed in this situation. Yeah. But yeah, it's just it's disheartening. Two fan favourites gone like that. But yeah. Teresa's exit line was iconic. Yeah. It's time to Brexit. Yeah, she ah! she she is the catchphrase queen of the season, isn't she? I just the thing is I don't know, because I think if if you are producing this show, why are you knocking out the main characters. Oh, I know. She she just brought so much light and positivity and warmth to the show. And so did River. They both did. And it, so did Veronica in its sense. I think this I yeah. think it's still a good season. Still loving watching it. But there's just that Yeah. There's that magic missing. Mm-hmm. And I do think Michelle and RuPaul not to go too hard on them. They just need to cheer up a bit. Yeah. Right, for the second time this season, second time in a matter of weeks, 
I'm going to be talking to two goddamn queens. So here you go. First up is River. Was she happy with the result? Was she not happy? Is she fuming? Here's what she had to say. Right, let's talk about the episode then, River. Oh, do we have to? We have to. (laughs) (laughs) Are we talking about something else? (laughs) What was it like for you last night watching all that drama and conflama back? I loved it. I loved every minute of it. I'm now in a place where I can watch Drag Race as separate to my life sort of thing. Mm. Like, I don't feel like I'm living it still. When the Queens watch it and the season comes out, they're living it again. But I really can see it as this is something we all did. We had so much fun doing it. It was tiring. It was really tough, but it was so great. It's such a great TV show that I can now look back and think, do you know what? Like... I'm happy with it. I'm excited for the drama. I'm excited for everyone to see it. I'm excited to see all the bits they've made shady and all the bits that like, and what actually made it into the episode and what didn't make it into the episode and stuff like that. So now I can just see it as just like, oh, can't wait to watch it. Yeah. I've really come to terms with any anything that already happens as well because it happened so long ago that like now it's like, everybody's like so shocked and obviously like it's already happened to me. Like imagine telling somebody something that happened to you, like, six months ago, you've already gotten over it and they're going to be like, oh my God. And you're like, no, it's fine. Like it happened ages ago. But obviously everybody's living it now. That's weird. But yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. What was it like at that moment in time when RuPaul was like, do you know what? It's a double sachet today. (laughs) What's going through your head? Well, as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, I was like, it's a TV show. Mm. Immediately, I was like, it's a TV show. You have to take everything with a pinch of salt on the show, off the show, in life, whatever. Like, it is what it is. I couldn't, there's nothing I could have done about it. Do you know what I mean? Like, as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, all right. Like, it is what it is. I know for a fact that it's not a reflection on me as a person. It's not a reflection on me as a drag queen. It's not the end of the world. And if anything, always leave them wanting more. Yeah. Do you know what? Lulu was having the time of her goddamn life. Oh, she loved it. She <laughs> loves it, honestly. The whole time she's like... She was great. And she was so sweet. Such a sweetheart as well. I think she was one of the best guest judges Drag Race has ever had. I was living for her the whole time. Yeah. I think all the guest judges have been really good mm-hmm. this yeah. season. Really, really good. But yeah, Lulu, such a sweetie. And I mean, I know I got sent home for it, but it was nice to be able to... Do a little silly dance on stage for her to shout. Like, yeah. that's great. Yeah. I mean, you were cartwheeling all over the goddamn place. I didn't think that I you know. Also, I definitely did more cartwheels, but maybe you only got to see a few of them, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, <laughs> that's all right. And it was really cold in that studio as well, actually. So it's always a bit hard doing a lot of dancing. Yeah. But it was really fun. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. If I'm honest, I actually, I think I blacked out during that lip sync. I remember at one point I was like, oh, I'm upside down now. Like, <laughs> completely, like, half naked, bit of fruit stuck on me. Like, it was, it was a mess. It was fun, though. Yeah. I enjoyed it. <laughs> it was really fun to watch. I mean, when, it was only the third Double Chante ever in RuPaul's Drag Race after yeah. season five and eight. Yeah. I think it was probably the best out of all three. How would you kind of rank them if you could? Well, obviously, I'm going to be biased. Mm-hmm. 
I think me and Teresa were great. <laughs> I'm, I remember turning around and just seeing Teresa's like bald head when she was changing her wig. Um, and well, so with the other two, it always happened quite earlier on in the season, didn't it? That's the thing. It's never really Which is happened. Different. It's never happened this far into mm. the season. And I don't think you can compare them because it happens for different reasons. But I thought it was really good one, to be honest. Yeah. And it's a good TV, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But it's like what you're saying. I mean, no shade to the other queens that were in the other double shanties, but you two yeah. were kind of firm fan favourites at the time. You got the chops. Right. That's, that's the shock, right? It was like... Yeah. RuPaul chose violence this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, in also like, genuinely, I did not think I was going to have this response at all. Mm-hmm. So when we got eliminated, I was like, yeah, that's fair enough. Like, I've done all right, done good. I thought I'll have, like, an okay response. I didn't think the response for the whole show was going to be like this at all. Yeah. So it's been really, really good. So if anything, it's just... It's just the drama. I love it. It's the drama, Mick. I love it. Are you ready to hear from Newcastle's spiciest, silliest, meatiest, most salacious sausage? Well, here you go. It's time for Chorizo May. In your opinion, do you think that lip sync deserved to be a double sachet? No. I don't think it deserved to be a double elimination. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I don't think I should have been in the bottom at all. I think there were much better contenders than myself for that bottom two. However, once in that bottom, um, a bit disappointed at myself. I don't think I performed to the best of my ability. Bit of an outfit malfunction, but I'm not going to make any excuses. I should have lived up for the expectation. And I do think River did better than I did. So if anyone had had to stay, I would have given up for, for River, to be honest. But you're absolutely right. Watching the episode, you didn't deserve to be in the bottom at all. Your impersonation was hilarious. And your outfit was absolutely spectacular. Thank you very fucking much. Because I thought the same. Yeah. I was like, it's my, it was one of my favourite outfits. And when I looked yeah. at myself, I was like, I not only look the best out of all the contestants and all my sisters, they look great, but I looked the best. But I also look better than anyone in the panel of judges. So <laughs> they can take a peach and eat it. The juiciest, yeah. the better. I was yeah. like, what are you talking about? I was so upset because mm-hmm. they say, you, you have to believe in yourself. And it doesn't matter what people throw at you. You, you have to believe in yourself. But when week after week, they've been critiquing me on my looks and, to be honest, I'm so proud of every look yeah. that I've done. I would not, I wore everything that I wanted. Everything was made by really close friends. I'm very proud of it. So it just got to a point that in, in the top of the last episode, I broke and I was like, mm-hmm. am I delusional? Do I not look as good as I think I look when I look in the mirror? You know what I mean? So it was a bit disappointing to for them to not appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my snatching performance was a very much safe performance. Kitty and Ella really, really smashed mm-hmm. it. I knew I was not going to win the challenge. Mm-hmm. However, on the look section, Mama, yeah. no. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, I don't think you were spraying a little bit of Jinx Monsoon's delusion on yourself at all. Thank you very much. I completely agree with you. You didn't deserve to be anywhere near that bottom three. And also, when you look at previous double sachets, you know, the Oops, I Did It Again one and I Will Survive, yeah. Yeah. that was nowhere near the same level as those two. No, not at all. It was very uncalled for. And you know what? I'm saying, I, I felt that was a very disrespectful thing to do for the both of us. A double elimination 
can mean a lot of negative things for a queen career. And we had been working so hard to that point. It was so hard to film a show like that during a pandemic, preparing for it, everything. Mm -hmm. I did feel it was like, there's no need for this. Yeah. And I did feel very disrespected. And I felt really bad for me and, and my sister, River, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, this season has been tumultuous, to say the least, right? So there's been like double shanties, double sachets, queens getting injured, no badges given out. Why do you think it has been such a twist and turny, gaggy season? <laughs> I think once you go in the spiral of chaos, <laughs> there's no way that you can get out of it. So I think it's just going to get even messier, mm -hmm. even more twist, and I live for it. Now that I'm not on it, like I'm a plot, plot twist, don't get me wrong, I just don't like to be part of them. Our next week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 3, the top five queens will serve three looks on the runway and will be blessed with special guest appearances from Charity Shop Sue and Alicia Dixon. Umar, say ta-ta. Ta-ta. Goodbye. <laughs> Snatched is a Gay Times original podcast. Subscribe and listen to more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure you're following at Gay Times on all major social media platforms for the latest LGBTQ plus news, culture and entertainment. Loved this episode of Snatched? Be sure to subscribe, rate and leave a review. Thank you for listening. <laughs>